Good evening and welcome everyone to the fourth Monday of the month call for people uh, with diabetes, people who are their friends, their relatives, their caregivers, people interested in the topic. Uh, this is a totally open meeting sponsored by ACB, Diabetics in Action, and the American Council of the Blind. ACBDA is an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. We're always seeking new members. And uh, so if you enjoy your time here tonight and are not a member, we encourage you to join. We'll tell you how at the end of the call. But let's get right into the heart of the matter here. And tonight, we're going to have a conversation about a particular continuous glucose monitor. Uh, we in the blind community are deeply interested in CGMs. Uh, we want to see them proliferate and be more available and more used by people in the blind community. We know that uh, testing is not done as often as it should be with the Lancet and uh, blood on the strip and all the attendant problems that uh, you have with that. And uh, so we're, we're doing a few podcasts featuring the finest continuous glucose monitors on the market today. By finest, we tend to, do, we tend to identify those as monitors that do not require finger sticks, at least most of the time and uh, meters that are, are accessible for blind folks to get the readings from. And one of those meters is made by a company called Dexcom. And uh, we are so fortunate tonight to have a representative of Dexcom, Pam Burgess here to tell us about the newest entry into the uh, Dexcom CGM Arena, the G6, I hope it's called. I think I'm right about that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pam, just for your information, we've got a number of Dexcom users here. We've got a number of, of uh, uh, Libre users here too. Great. But, but that's all right. Uh, we're all interested in what you have to offer. And we've got several advocates on this call for Dexcom and probably people with questions, and I know you have answers. I'm gonna turn the microphone over to you. Tell us what you do at Dexcom and uh, give us an intro to your, your, your G6 and the things you wanna say about it. So sure, sure. over to you, thank you. Yeah, so thanks for having me tonight. I really appreciate you taking the time to learn more about the Dexcom G6. I'm a clinical account manager here at Dexcom. So um, my main role is to provide education and training for providers and um, clinics, diabetes educators um, around our products, whether it be the G6 or um, we also have Dexcom Clarity, which is our cloud-based platform um, that allows providers and, and patients to view all of their data in these really nice summarized reports. 
Um, just a little bit about um, the Dexcom G6. Um, you know, we are, the, the product is considered to be real-time CGM, um, meaning when the, the um, glucose is measured, um, you know, the, the sensor sits in the interstitial fluid right underneath the skin, measuring the glucose every five minutes. Uh, the G6 provides 288 readings per day. And um, when I say real time, that just means that the sensor is pushing data to the display device um, for the patient to view, whether the display device could be a receiver or a smartphone, compatible smartphone, um, without the patient having to take any type of action on their part. So there's no scanning um, that, that uh, data is just automatically pushed to the display device for you to view at all times. Um, so you're getting immediate feedback um, at all times. We are FDA approved um, for no finger sticks. So you can actually dose off of the sensor reading on your display device. We would certainly recommend that you would use a glucometer if your symptoms don't match. Um, but otherwise you would be able to actually, you know, dose from the reading, reading on the sensor. Um, the display device will show you a couple things. It'll show you your actual sensor um, reading along with a predictive arrow, which is estimating where your glucose is headed over the next 30 minutes. And I kind of feel like that's the beauty of CGM, right? Because not only do you know what your number is, but you can kind of take a peek into the future and be able to take action um, ahead of time, which is super helpful. Um, we are approved for two years of age and up. So um, this product is used with pediatrics and adults. Um, and there's basically three components to our, our system. Um, first is that applicator, which um, has a sensor preloaded and the sensor is worn for a period of 10 days. So you'll change that every 10 days. Again, it's the sensor's inserted with a needle, the needle retracts, and underneath the skin is just a really thin, flexible wire. It's about the size of an eyelash. Um, and then uh, the second component of the system is the transmitter, which is just a little gray piece that snaps into the, the sensor pod. Uh, the transmitter is good for a three-month period of time, and the transmitter is what communicates the sensor reading to the display device via Bluetooth. Um, that's how it communicates. Um, and then the third component, last component being the patient's display device, whether it be a receiver, which comes in, in the kit, um, or um, you'd also have the option to view it on a compatible smartphone. Um, and when you're looking at the, the display device, like I mentioned, it'll show you the sensor reading, the predictive arrow, but it also displays a trend graph, which shows your previous um, sensor readings. And you can kind of look, up, look at that in a, in a number of ways. You can look at it over the past hour, the last three hours, um, six hours, 12 hours, 24 hours. So a lot of different options in terms of how you view your information. Um, in addition, the G6 does have customizable alerts on it. 
so you would have the ability to set uh, a low glucose alert as well as a high glucose alert, um, kind of the parameters of where you'd like your, your target range to be. If you go below that range, you would get a low alert. If you go above that range, you would get a high alert. Um, even more important than those, we have a couple other um, really great safety features on our device. Um, one is called urgent low uh, alarm. And this is a hard set alarm on our device. It's, it would notify you when you're at 55 or below. And then we also have what's called our urgent low soon alert, which gives you 20 minutes warning before you're gonna be at 55. Um, so I really feel like that is the feature that is so beneficial um, because you have time to take action. Um, and then um, just so you know, you can add certain events on the device as well, such as you know, carb intake, insulin doses, um, yeah, exercise. And then that information is actually uploaded into our clarity reports um, to really kind of put all the, the, all, all the information together. Um, any questions so far? I know this is a lot of information. I can keep, I, I'd, I'd keep going. Okay. You're, okay. you're going to get questions. I know that, but okay. Okay. <laughs> you go okay. ahead for the, okay. for the moment. Sure. Sure. Um, and then, you know, as we were talking about the alerts and alarms that are available on the system, the nice thing is you can kind of make those as discreet or as loud as you really would like them to be. So you can really um, customize it based on what your needs are. Um, you can even set a couple different alert schedules on the device as well. So for example, if you wanted to have maybe one set of targets, uh, blood glucose targets during the night and a different set of targets during the day, you would have the ability to do that. Um, so it can really, like I said, just customize it based on what your, what your needs are. Um, a little bit more about those predictive arrows. Remember those predictive arrows are estimating kind of where you're headed over the next 30 minutes. Um, there are different arrows that on the device that show you the speed and direction of where your glucose is headed. So for example, there is an arrow that's slowly rising um, that tells you um, you're moving at about 30 to 60 milligrams per deciliter over the next half hour. Um, there's also a rising um, arrow, which is a little bit faster, 60 to, 9 milli 60 to 90 milligrams per deciliter per half hour. And then rapidly rising, which is 90 or more, or 90 points or more over the next half hour. Um, you have down arrows that will essentially tell you the same thing, how, how quickly you're falling as well. Um, and then in addition to the information that you're going to see on your display device um, for yourself, there is also the option to share your data with friends and loved ones. Now this feature is specific to the smartphone, so you do need to have a compatible smartphone to have this feature available. But if you do, you would have the ability to invite a loved one to be able to view all of your information, um, which is 
many of our, um, our users love this feature. Um, you can invite up to 10 of friends and, and loved ones to, to sh share your information with. And this is called, it's called our share follow feature on, on the G6. Um, in addition to sharing with others, you can also share your information with your healthcare provider um, through our Dexcom Clarity. It's a cloud-based platform um, that takes all the data, those 288 you know, sensor readings per day that you're receiving, and it's really summarizing it into these really great reports. Um, and it will even identify, you know, patterns of highs, patterns of lows, um, provide suggestions on what, you know, you may want to consider in terms of treatment changes, um, really valuable information for both you and, and the provider. Um, if you were using the receiver, that is the um, display device that comes in your kit, you would have the ability to just plug it into your computer and upload that information into, into Clarity, um, which is just basically a website that you go to create an account and then you can upload your information. Uh, then the provider has the ability to give you a, a, a special code. It's a share code and that basically links your data to their clinic account so that they can log in and be able to view all of your information. Um, if you chose to use a smartphone um, rather than the receiver, you have the same ability to share your information through that. Um, and the nice thing with the phone is it once you're sharing with your, with your provider, that data automatically streams to their clinic account. Um, so they're always able to see your, um, your current information. So um, just a lot of you know, really great features with, with the G6. Um, and in terms of support, just so you're aware of what we have available, um, we do have 24-hour technical support, um, as well as a Dexcom care team. So Dexcom care is our, our team of diabetes educators that can help with any training or education needs over the phone. Um, so they really can walk you through uh, the whole process. We are FDA approved for um, patients to self-start on our device. It's um, extremely intuitive and the setup really walks you through the whole process step-by-step. Step. But um, if anyone needs additional um, assistance, um, we're certainly here to help support you with whatever you need. So, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much the basics of um, the G6. Um, we got one question. Yeah, sure, sure. Jeanette Dixon, I believe you all. Okay, hello. I thank you for doing this. I'm, I have already learned a whole lot of okay. the events thing. And and just to share that um, my I share my numbers with my friend. Okay. And one night I was, I had my phone in the living room and I was in bed sleeping. Well, I didn't hear the alarm, and but I did hear her trying to call me, and from and it was pretty low. And from this moment on, from that moment on, I will take the phone with me when I go to bed oh. because then I can hear it. Yes, and yeah. one 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 thing when it says trend graph, 
Oh, yeah. That's, that's not accessible. I don't get to see what my numbers were 20 minutes ago. That's the only part. The, I mean, for a visually or a blind person, that part is not accessible. I don't get to see what my numbers have been 20 minutes later. But right, right, right. Because um, you're just using the audible features, correct? The, the, my iPhone, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can you yeah. tell me when are they working on that? Are they, is that going to be accessible? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I will definitely be happy to pass along the feedback. They haven't um, shared that with us, but... Um, I can definitely pass along that suggestion. That's great. Great mm-hmm. feedback. Good. But I tell you, from now on, my phone comes to bed with me. I have a plug-in in my bedroom for the phone. It's charged up, and it comes to bed with me. Oh, good. So, yes. <laughs> good. Because my friend wasn't very happy. <laughs> so. Oh, well, I'm so glad they, you know, she, you had that, that share follow feature. But That's- now I know that I didn't know what events was, but now I know that I can let my doctors know, look, this is how much exercise I'm doing and this is how much carbs I'm eating. So yeah, that now I know that I can do that. That's cool. But yeah, absolutely. All right. We've got a uh, telephone number ending in 1571, I think it was. Hi there. Um, I have a question that relates to the um, windows of um, change in, in the next 30 minutes. Sure. You have the steady. Who is this speaking? Yeah, my name is Roberta. Hey, Roberta. Welcome. Hi. Go ahead. Thanks. Um, the, it, it, it's, you know, it's zero to less than 30, 30 to 60, 60, and, you know, that. Um, I'd like to put in a pit to make the window for constant a mm-hmm. lot tighter. Okay. Because for me, a change of up to 29 points in 30 minutes is not constant. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. A change, I mean, a, for me, a change of 15 points, you know, it, I'm thinking particularly overnight, mm-hmm. a change for me, to me, a change of 15 or 20 points beyond that overnight is that's a lot more I mean I want it to be flat I don't you know what I Mm -hmm. I don't know if if that makes sense but I'd love to see the I'd love to see the constant be like 10 points or less or something that because otherwise like if I'm if I'm I mean I agree with the previous person who spoke that if 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 I looked at my reading and then 15 or 20 minutes later I looked at it again I could say oh well it was you know it was 85 15 minutes ago and now it's 110 but it still says I'm straight it still says I'm steady mm-hmm. it's like well that's not really quite steady and if I if it says 110 and then 15 or 20 minutes later it says 90 but I'm still steady mm-hmm. I'm you know it's Kinda, I have to pay attention to it that way. That's the only way I can kind of simulate that I can see the trend graph. Sure. Because she's right. We just that that part of it is not accessible, not accessible. and that would be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll those def- are my two points. Thank you. My Thank you for sharing. I'll definitely. Sure. And thanks for being here. Yeah, absolutely. Pam, okay, Lisa. For you. Oh. oh, sorry. No, let Lisa go. Hi. Lisa's fine. Hi. Hey, um. So, um, 
Are you covered by um, uh, uh, different insurance companies? Uh, we are. We are. That's definitely not my area of expertise, I will tell you, since I'm on the clinical side. But yes, we have very good coverage. Um, yeah, absolutely. May I, may I ask an additional question real quick? Sure, sure. Um, are you, um, can people share with different um, healthcare apps like Kaiser or My Health Online or even the Apple Health app? Integrate um, your records? Not at this, not that I'm aware of at this time. Um, it's just through Clarity and that with your provider. Um, okay. So your provider would have what's called a Clarity Clinic account. Um, and then you do, you know, with loved ones, you could certainly share through the, the, the uh, share follow feature, but um, typically clarity is how all of our clinics would view um, data. I would be surprised if, if Kaiser, for example, doesn't interface in some way with clarity. They may not, they may not. But... Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. Um, yeah. I could certainly check on that. I don't cover that, you know, that, um, the area um, um, or provider, but um, I could certainly check and check on that for sure. So Pam, I've got a question for you. And yeah. uh, just just by way of, of uh, level setting, I, I myself am a Libre user at the moment mm -hmm. uh, for insurance reasons primarily, but, but uh, I'm, you know, you guys meters are all good meters and, and there you are. Yeah. But you mentioned that uh, there's no need to do a scan. Right. Of course, in my Libre, I've got to take my cell phone or my reader mm -hmm. and physically do a scan for me to see the data at the moment. Uh -huh. Now, it's scanning by itself and sending data into the app and so forth. Um, but you, you have no scan with your your system it just sends correct. it every five minutes yeah correct correct so, so is what it sends every five minutes the moment at that five minutes or does it send information for the uh, the previous five minutes say every 10 seconds or half hour yeah. 30 seconds or whatever so the number would update on the display screen every five minutes um so you'll always see a number on the screen at all times mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it would just update every five mm. minutes. Um, what does the meter actually track? Um, it's, well, it's measuring the glucose in the interstitial fluid. Is that right. kind of what you're asking? Um, and it, it, like you said, it is real time. So it's automatically pushing that data. There's, um, you know, no need to scan or take any type of action. Mm -hmm. um, mm. That information will just be there at all times. So you'll have the number along with your, predictive arrow um, in terms of where you're headed. Um, but yeah, that, that's the main difference. I, I, one, of the, one of the main differences between sure, the, sure. And the, G, yeah, the G6. So is, is the way it does its estimate based on the reading every five minutes or readings within those five minutes also? Um, I guess I'm not sure if I fully understand your question. Are you talking about the Predictive, I'm, I'm not sure. So, on so your is it predicting on data once every five minutes or once every 10 seconds or, or 
It only scans once every five minutes, I think. Yeah, every five minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's a great okay. question. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Uh -huh. Okay, Jeanette is up again. I... It's Danette with a D. Oh, hey, Danette. Hello. See, Danette. what I like about the, about the six, different from the five, is you can be like three feet from your phone and you can say, hey, Siri, wait for the little beep and you can ask it, what's your glucose number? Like, what's my glucose? And it'll tell you. You don't have to be right next to your phone. Yeah. That's what I like about the six, the different from the five. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. Insertion device is a little bit easier as well. Tell us about that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. So the insertion device is, um, it's all in one. So the sensor is actually preloaded. And um, it's a very simple um, insertion. Um, there's just two, a couple paper tabs that you're going to peel off to expose adhesive. Um, or FDA approved to be inserted in the abdomen. Um, we certainly know it's you know it's up to the discretion of the provider if you know they recommend something else. But we're we're only FDA approved for the abdomen. Um, you'll place the adhesive on the skin and then they'll just be, it's just one button press um, for the insertion. Um, so once you push the um, insertion button, you just lift up on the applicator. The applicator is disposable. So you just use one applicator every 10 days. Um, <clears throat> and so it's very, very, very easy to use. Um, you can do it easily one-handed um, for the insertion. Well, that sounds good. That sounds very good. And is the abdomen pretty stable? I mean, you, you don't need to worry about, you know, showering or what about, what about other uh, uh, yeah. exposures to water and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, so the, the sensor and transmitter are considered to be water resistant um, as long as this, the, the transmitter is snapped in place, which it should be, um, you can shower with it, you can bathe with it, you can swim, swim with it um, up to eight feet of water for 24 hours. Mm. Um, that's all, all perfectly fine. Yeah, no, no issues there. Okay, very good, very good. And, and uh, how long has your, your CGM been out where you didn't require a uh, a finger stick for measuring oh, like calibrate any calibrations at all right 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 exactly um, let me look here really I just want to make sure I tell you the right year. I sort of think I know the answer but oh, I'd prefer for you to say what it is yeah so the the G6 came out in 2018 Right. Um, and that was our, that's truly no calibrations. Mm -hmm. So um, basically you'll, you know, insert the sensor, attach the transmitter, you'll pair your display device with the transmitter, whether that's the mm -hmm. phone or the receiver. Mm -hmm. There's a two hour warm up period. Okay. Two hours. That's not bad. And at the end of that two hours, and you'll start seeing um, sensor readings. 
Mm -hmm. so, um, the only time that calibrations would be required is if you were not to enter in a sensor code. So um, as you, you know, when you go through the process of inserting a new sensor, there's a unique four digit code that you enter into your device. And that enables you to not have to do any calibrations um, or finger sticks. So as long as you enter in that code, then you are good to go for the next 10 days. Unless, like I said, you know, if your symptoms don't match, we certainly would always recommend that you test on a blood glucose meter. Um, and in terms of insulin dosing, you, you certainly can dose off of our sensor um, reading, but you do need to have a number and an and an arrow both in order to dose um, for um, you know diabetes treatment decisions. Now, uh, I may need help from my my users of, of your product here for sure. a moment. Yeah. But uh, you know, how do we how do we enter the code, and how is that accessible for someone who has no vision? Does anyone who want to share their experience? Maybe, maybe you can help us, Danette, because <laughs> I know you're a user. Okay. My hand is raised, but I'm going to unmute before you come. You're good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so um, I do need to have Ira or Be My Eyes tell me what that four-digit code is. Right. And that four-digit code okay. is on the, like she, she, Pam was saying, when you move the pieces of tape from the sensor, I mean the the paper from the from the sensor that that code mm -hmm. is on that tape it is yeah like the upper right corner or or whatever so right. yeah so you use a software app and and pam may not know about these but be my eyes you can right use your phone or ira call yes people up or yeah. ira and they can read you the code yes. from your sensor yes frankly then, not ideal but but it can work when you're when you're um, entering in like the new the new sensor you would you would enter like it says like you can take a picture of the code or you can enter it manually i usually enter it in manually this is roberta can i jump in i i um i have worked with the process of trying to take a picture and it's really, really sensitive. I've not been very successful with it. So I do something similar to what Danette does. I FaceTime with a friend every 10 days and say, would you read me this four-digit code? And then I pull out all the other um, sensor boxes and I go, what's the code on this one? And I braille them all so that I have that information. There you go. There you go. Okay. And you get a box of how many sensors? Uh, my insurance covers 90 days at a time. Oh. So I get one transmitter and nine yeah, sensors. Nine. And I do have to say, Dexcom has been very, very responsive. When I've had a sensor malfunction, mm -hmm. I have a replacement within four or five days. Right. So I'm, I've never had a problem in right. terms of like not having a sensor available yep. okay and when you when you run out of like uh th those overlay patches mm -hmm. you would just call dexcom and you, they'll send you some more mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. overlay patches just help the sensor and transmitter goes around like the sensor and transmitter stays in stays 
makes me feel more secure that it's going to stay better where it belongs. It, hel- it helps secure the sensor to your, yes. to your abdomen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that okay. can be very useful, I'm sure. How we about have, more hands? We got Dave. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Dave. Yep. A uh, couple of questions. First off, uh, when you uh, put the sensor on every 10 days, um, what is the downtime uh, until it sort of gets used to your body? And that's one question. The second is just a clarification. Um, so you mentioned Bluetooth and a transmitter or receiver and so on. Mm-hmm. Is all that built into the sensor or is there some other little device that you have to be carrying around with you when you leave the house and so on? So you got the Bluetooth connection? Oh, yeah. So the Bluetooth connection is through the transmitter. Um, so the transmitter... I. Um, it just, it's a little gray piece that just snaps right into the sensor pod. So you're, it's actually attached to your body. Oh, so it, okay. All right. So it's not, so some it's, other it's thing on your abdomen you along with your, your sensor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So Thank football. you. Yep. Yeah. Communicate with your display device. Um, those are great questions. And then in terms of the sensor downtime, really the only downtime would be that, you know, you, you're going to have your initial two hour warm up period. Um, but after that, you're going to see, um, you know, you're, you're going to see sensor readings. So it would just really be, you know, the amount of time that it's going to take you to change your sensor. Of course, you know, put a new one on and then the two hour warm up period would be um, the time that um, you'd need to use like a blood glucose meter um, during that. Okay. One last question. And this is probably, um, yeah. probably not an issue, but, you know, when you say Bluetooth, um, Sometimes there's a battery drain. I would assume the battery drain on this, on your iPhone w- yeah. would not be very significant. It's not, it's very minimal. Um, that's a great question. Um, and if, a, you know, if you're using a smartphone as your display device, uh, we do want, so you're gonna utilize the G6 app to be able to view your sensor readings. You do have to have the app running in the background. Um, to allow it to be able to pick up, you know, data and record that. Um, but the, the battery drain is very, yeah, very minimal. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I think that's it. Okay. No more hands raised right now. I should, I should be up there. Those have great questions. One question. Well, we, okay. try to, we try to give you a hard time, Pam, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. ACBDA. That sounds oh, like yes. Tom to me. Yes. Um, Tom, go that's for it. Me as I was when I came in here, I didn't go out and come in again as myself. Um, I came in to open the room for folks to see. <laughs> that's how it happened, Chris. Um, in any case, um, what I was going to ask uh, for those people who are um, users of Dexcom and use an iPhone, um, I was just wondering if uh, you've ever tried to use the Sing AI app to get that four digit code in the event that you didn't have success getting either Be My Eyes or Ira online right away. This is Danette. No, I have not only because it's in the upper like right hand corner of the sensor and you have to like aim your camera in the right way. And I, I, it's just easier with Be My Eyes or Ira. 
Of course. I was just saying that if you had it set for uh, the short text uh, thing, uh, that would sometimes possibly get it to you like instantly. Uh, if it's thought, it would tell you. It's just a I, thought. Yeah, I might have to try that. And yeah, I'm going to try that too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think you will be quite surprised at how quickly it will respond to you. Uh, I don't have a, a Dexcom, uh, although I was just thinking that anything that's not a display screen uh, that that uh, Sing AI program should see, if it's a small digit, uh, if it's a small number of digits, like four digits, and uh, it's right in a, in a sort of a good spot, uh, if you can get to, to see it with Be My Eyes or Ira, you should be able to have it uh, just spout off what those digits are uh, right away. So, and, and Pam, just FYI, these are all applications uh, for blind users on cell phones that allow people to read things to us. Okay. Provide, provide something visually to us. And uh, we'd love not to have to use them, but hey, <laughs> if we need to, we do use them and, yeah. and that, that's fine. Absolutely. I had heard of Be My Eyes before. I've um, recommended that before, but some of the others I was not. Okay. So yeah, seeing, seeing, AI, seeing AI is very good for Apple users. Okay. And Ira uh, works for Apple and, uh, well, for iPhones and for any Android phone as well. Okay. So that's Great. good information for you to have. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Hmm, sure, sure. Any any more raised hands? No. Well, now Pam, I'm going to ask you the hardest question of the night. Sure. <laughs> and I've worked I've worked in technology, so I know this is this is a difficult one. Um, I, I have two tough ones. Sure. Why why would you suggest, without being negative, because I know you don't want to. Sure. But we yeah. are we're asked this all the time in in technological fields. Mm -hmm. you know, why should I get this instead of that? Mm -hmm. What do you think are the the star features of Dexcom that make it stand out against yeah. any other meter, any other CGM? I should say. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, that's a great question. I you know I think I want you to advertise yourself. Well, <laughs> not a salesperson, but yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think um, it's a great product. I mean, I, I, I'm very passionate about the product, you know, I'm working for Dexcom, obviously, but um, just the, the fact that it's, you know, you're getting real-time data, the accuracy is superior, um, you know, no finger sticks required, um, I think the ease of use, it's a very intuitive device um, for, I mean, most users are able to just pick it up and um, start on the device themselves. Um, and not, you know, it's not requiring any type of, like I said, any type of action on the part of the patient, right? Diabetes is hard enough as it is without having to add one more thing for you to have to do. So if you're able to get the, da the data that you need, along with, um, you know, kind of knowing where you're headed in the future. I think that type of information is, it's invaluable. Sure. Um, 
And then I think also in addition to that, just, you know, you do have customizable alerts, so you can kind of make it your own as to whatever's gonna work best for you. Um, and you can share with friends and loved ones and your data with your provider. Mm -hmm. um, but beyond that, I will tell you in terms of customer service, I do um, really believe that Dexcom is the best customer service in the market. Um, we kind of pride ourselves in that area. Um, so I guess those would be the, the main reasons why. Well, those are great reasons. And we have heard on our lists and, and uh, word of mouth that your customer service is very, very good. Oh, great. I compliment you on that. Um, and is it not true that Dexcom is superior to any other uh, meter when it comes to accuracy of low blood glucose readings? Uh, yes, our data, if you look at our data, mm -hmm. uh, in the low range and even like, um, you know, for pediatric patients, um, it's superior over other, or, you know, the, the, the data shows that um, the accuracy is, is there. Right. Um, so it's something you can feel confident and, you know, mm -hmm. thing, which is so important. And, um, and for what age is, is pediatric use recommended? Yeah, so we're approved for two years of age and up. Okay. Okay. We, get, we got a couple. Oh, oh, more hands. Yeah, I knew there'd be more if I just uh, got this thing going own. here. Yeah, uh, Jeanette Dixon, uh, we'll okay. let you go first and Tom's behind her. Okay. Yes. Um, Mike, are they making like a pump, an insulin pump to work along with the Dexcom that is accessible, keyword accessible to a blind person? Um, I mean, we do have a partnership with Tandem. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're very impressed. And many, wow. of our, many of our members are very impressed oh, with good. Tandem and hope they're going to even do better in the future. Good, good. Yes, um, we are. And I think the products, yeah, please continue to get feedback because that, you know, will just make the products better and better in the future. Um, but Tandem, we do have a partnership with um, mm -hmm. Next year, we're anticipated to have a partnership with Omnipod. Um, so, yes, definitely. You know, the answer is yes to your question. Okay. Um, that's a great. Oh, thank you. Lots of partnerships to come. And time chickened out, so we're back to no questions again. Oh, I got one more. <laughs> I, I told I told Pam I had two rough ones for her. Uh, and the first, the first was fantastic. So we, we did well on that. So I, I recognize that uh, predicting the future is, is rough yeah. and you can't say a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But let me ask it to you this way. Um, where do you think you may want to go with uh, uh, the CGM field, say in the next year or two? Yeah. What yeah. do you guys hope to be able to deliver without making any commitments or any time right. schedules? Right. We heard that. That, you yeah. hear me. Speak <laughs> a lot to the future. Um, yeah. I mean, our next product will be the G7. Um, mm -hmm. 
So we we don't know exactly when that will, you know, um, sure, sure. I've anticipated that that would be out this year. And there were some um, delays due to the, you know, COVID and the trials and things well, like that. I can that. believe that. Um, so that's our next product. Um, beyond yeah. that, I don't really have a lot to share um, along those lines, um, just because we don't know until you know, <laughs> um, you know, for sure. But um, lots of good things to come. Uh, I'm certain of that. So could you say at all where you see this field going? Um, you know, I think, and it's, I think sort of headed that way now is I think CGM will become the new standard of care. At least that's my yep. hope. Yep. Um, you know, that, that, you know, the accuracy and the, um, just the, the benefit of the, the therapy is there. And, um, you know, when you look at, you know, your traditional blood glucose monitor, you're only seeing a single point in time, right? Mm -hmm. You're not really getting the overall picture. Um, so I think, as providers become more and more comfortable with the technology and coverage continues to, it's already good, but it, as it continues to expand, right. really do believe it'll become the new standard of care um, in glucose management. Well, just to share with you, you know, our, our vision. Sure. And I, I hope you'll bring this vision back to your, your leadership in Dexcom and, and, and wherever else you can. We know as blind and visually impaired people, the absolute difficulties of finger sticks. And uh, just speaking for myself, but I know I'm speaking for most of our members. Mm -hmm. I've been a diabetic since January of 2003. And I was not ever a good tester. I did what I could, and I, I really worked hard to test enough to, to, be, to be safe. But testing has always been terrible for us, and we've never been good as a group at testing. Getting that little drop of blood on the strip uh, is tough. To have the power of a CGM and the ability to, to know where we're at, you know, whenever we want to know, basically, within a, within a couple of minutes, in your case, five minutes, is, is incredibly powerful for our health. And mm -hmm. I have lowered my A1C, and I can show you many, many, many of our members who have lowered their A1Cs incredibly by having the power of a CGM. Aww. And I think, I think that we're we're fighting every day, Pam, for uh, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, our insurance companies, to give that power to everybody because they're okay. going to see a return in significantly improved health. We know that's true, and if we can partner with you and with other CGM manufacturers, we would so love to do it. And we're, we'd love to work with you on that. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing, sharing okay. that. That's our vision. Okay. That's our vision. I'm back again. We got 1571 back again with another question. <laughs> 1571, yeah, take it away. <laughs> this is Roberta. Um, I just wanted to follow up on the G7 
Mm-hmm. Um, could you share with us what is there anything that will be different with the seven, or is it just going to be more of the same, you know, better, like better accuracy, or how will the seven be different than the current model? Yeah, we can't really speak a lot to it yet because it's not FDA approved. Um, but it will, I do think it will, you'll see some differences between that and the, the, the G6. Um, but unfortunately, we just can't really, you know, since it's not FDA approved, we really can't speak to it. Yeah. Okay. So come back, come back and talk come to us once more. FDA yes. says okay. More to Absolutely. come. More to come. <laughs> okay, very good. Well, any more questions? Dave Kinsbury? Yep. Hello, sorry to bother you again. Hey, no um, worries. So um, this is probably more a question for uh, other people on the call than for you, yeah. Pam. But yeah. um, so I was on another one of these types of calls about a week ago, and I asked a question about the accessibility of the Freestyle Libre. And with, uh, without going into the details there, the impression I got is that the uh, relationship between you know the American Council of the Blind in terms of accessibility of the Freestyle Libra and that the company and their receptiveness, it was not a happy, productive, fun relationship. Sounds like fairly cantankerous. Um, would, uh, would people uh, who have experience with Dexcom uh, characterize this as a more user-friendly um, relationship? You know, because, you know, we, whether it be in this field or others, you know, we have companies that we deal with that sometimes are very receptive to uh, suggestions on accessibility and actually do things about it. And other companies where it's like, well, seems like the only way to get their attention is to um, get a lawyer in on it. Um, so um, that maybe puts people a little bit on the spot while you're on the phone there, Camp Pam. But w- would people characterize that as a better, more fruitful relationship? Dave, if I can respond to that as, as president of ACBDA, <clears throat> what I would say is that uh, it is correct to say that our relationship with Abbott Diabetes Care is, is not a happy one, uh, to be quite candid. Uh, our relationship with Dexcom is fairly unknown because we have not really uh, worked in any significant degree to foster a relationship that would create more accessible continuous glucose monitors in our community. I would say that neither company uh, comes close to meeting the bar of what we want in the future. But what I would also say is that uh, while we have not really engaged, we've begun the engagement process with Dexcom We have not really engaged them uh, in a significant way yet, so we don't have a yes or a no. We have engaged Abbott, and we have been extraordinarily unhappy with the uh, fruits of our labor so far. Uh, uh, Would Dexcom do any better? We don't know, and I know Pam can't tell us because she doesn't know, Uh, but... We just have to play this out 
in the next six to 12 months and, and see where things go. But we do plan to approach Dexcom in, in a significant way about accessibility. And uh, we're going to hope for the best. We hope for the best with Abbott as well, although they haven't given us a lot of reason yet, but they will. They will in time. And as I said before, what we want is the ability for blind people to have total access to CGM products because that is the wave of the future. And that's where we want to go. Pam, I want to thank you so much for being with us tonight. We, we Chris. enjoyed you being here. Yes. We got a couple oh, more. Uh, Pam, can Marty? you stay a little longer? Do you mind? Sure. No, not at all. Okay. Uh, I don't know. We got Marty. All right. Yeah. Pam. No, re no repeats at this point, but Marty, you go no. ahead. Uh, can you hear me? I can. We can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the Dexcom, I, I have the other one, but do you have um, do you have an app um, that you know the Dexcom would work with a smartphone? And do you have do you have a the uh, the meter the reader? And are both accessible, or, or well, how how accessible is the app? Um, so the app that goes, so if you're using a smartphone as your display device, um, there's a couple apps. Well, there's a few that you can. But there's the Dexcom G6 app um, that allows you to, um, you know, view glucose readings along with a predictive arrow, and then we also have a clarity app, which that summarizes all the sensor readings into those, those nice reports. So, so you don't, you don't have an app that would do all of that? Not or? at this time. They're two separate at this point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and the, um, the, um, does the, does the app support all of your, see, I don't know what sensors you have. I understand you have the G6. Is that the 10 day sensor? Yes, it is. Yep. The, the, mm -hmm. Do you have a 14 day sensor or? Not at this time. No. Okay. But does the, does the G6, does the app support the G6 or is that, is that your most updated sensor, I guess is the G6? Yes, that's our most updated sensor. And okay. um, most, I'd say most people have been upgraded to the G6, if not, you know, will be in the future. So that's kind of, yeah, like our newest um, platform would be the G6. Mm -hmm. And Roger, so, we have one more, did you say? Thanks. They disappeared. <laughs> no, they disappeared. <laughs> they disappeared. <laughs> Did you have one more, Marty, before we before we sign um, off for tonight? I, I just wanted to know, so the so in other words, to to use the um to use the G six totally, you'd have to basically download both the Clarity app and the and the app that actually reads the sensor. Well, the G six app would certainly allow you to use the system. You would get all of the the data that you need um, through that. If you're wanting to share with your provider, um, that's right. where the, yeah, the Clarity app would come into play. Um, 
because it will summarize all the data. And then it also allows you to connect your, your data with the provider so they can see it, you know, more of real time situation um, and see up to date um, information all the time. So you would use both. Yes. And if you'd like to share with your provider. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Uh -huh, sure. That's it. Well, Pam, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. And notice discussing our relationship with manufacturers. Uh, Dexcom was here first. <laughs> There's a reason for that. But uh, anyway, be that as it may, I, I just had to get that little point in there. We'll, we'll have uh, Abbott here one of these days and maybe even some other manufacturers of CGMs. We don't know. But uh, every fourth Thursday we meet. Now we will not meet in December because Christmas and all that, but uh, we'll be back in January. And again, Pam, thank you so much. And uh, we'll probably have you back one of these months. That sounds great. Thanks so all much. All right. Fine. Great. Very nice oh, job. You bet. You bet. Thank you. When is our next? Our next meeting will be the fourth Thursday, uh, fourth Monday. Sorry, sorry. Fourth Monday in uh, January. Are we having a Dece Are we having a Wednesday call in December? We'll probably have a I Wednesday so. call. Yes. yes, it'll be the second Wednesday. But the fourth Thursday is so much in the holidays and so forth. I just I got that. Understand? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And and I really I wanted to make sure to mention that for those people who would like to become members, a simple email to a c b d a that's American Council of the Blind, Diabetics in Action, O-R-G, at gmail.com. We'll get our secretary on the case, and uh, she will get back to you with all the information that you need. The dues are only $10. And really, uh, the more members we have, the better our legislative arms can be, and the better off all of us can be. So Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Tom. I, I just wanted to make sure <laughs> we didn't get past that. Got that plug in. <laughs> There you go. Had to do Tom, for re, Tom, for renewals, yeah. is it just, can we go on acbda.org yes. and do it with PayPal? And then PayPal? go to the membership and then go pay your 2000 You hit the donate button and you fill out the membership form and pay your $10 dues with PayPal. And do you, you fill out the use... membership? Do you fill out the membership form of your renewal? Yes, uh, they ask you good, to. Yes, it's a good idea only because if there's a change that you failed to report, or if we didn't get it, we get it. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, you guys. I've got to go to another call. Yes, but we had thank a few you, new members tonight, and all that it was was a great call, and I thank you all.